Hey you guys, welcome back to Off Kilter No Filter. I am your host, Byron Alexander, joined by my awesome co-host, Mrs. Tammy Chase. Hello. <laughs> and welcome back. This yes. is our season three opener. Yeah, it's season been a three. Bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, right? So much, so much fun. So much stuff is happening, which we'll get into later this season. Uh, but today we are going to start upbeat and with the beats, we will be talking about music in this episode. We are talking about the one and the only purple one himself, <laughs> Prince. Prince, AKA. Yeah. We've mentioned blouses. him so much. AKA what? The blouses. Oh. Yeah, blouses. <laughs> Because unfortunately, not unfortunately, but a lot of people yeah. in in my age range, it's like they know Prince, but they they know Prince through the Dave Chappelle. Uh, oh yeah, sketch. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I mean, they, I'm sure we're familiar with his music, but like definitely after the Dave Chappelle sketch, it's like yeah, yeah, Prince. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, SNL did a whole bunch of stuff on him also. <laughs> See, I don't yeah. remember those. Yeah. I don't remember those, but the, the Dave Chappelle one is, is, is fact, because Prince was such, he was so bad that in 2015, I think it was, 15, mm. 14 or 15, he had a single called Breakfast Can Wait, mm-hmm. and he used uh, Dave Chappelle as <laughs> him. Yeah. As mm-hmm. the album, or as the single cover, as the cover I, art. I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I, I want to say it was it was either Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, whatever. One of the late night hosts mm-hmm. was asking Dave Chappelle about it. It's like, what am I going to do? Sue Prince for, for me making fun right. of him as he's making fun of me? Like, that right. makes sense. <laughs> it's like, and it, it's Prince. Like, the Especially because, yeah. I, the man's in heels, I know he could whip my ass. Like, it's Prince. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> and, you know, if Prince is willing to tease back, that's good because he wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like he, he wouldn't let um, uh, Weird Al do yeah. any parodies of his songs. Yeah. Which seems a little okay, you know. Right? <laughs> seems kind of dumb, well, I, but. I think because Weird Al at the time, I mean, Prince Prince did have that ego eating, and I know uh-huh. we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but at the time, like UHF had come out, and in, in oh, like the, the promotion movie, or yeah. whatever, yeah. Um, Weird Al was like, they were asking about the movie. It's like, well, um, unlike Purple Rain, this is an intentional comedy, oh. and I think, oh, you know, okay. I think Prince, <laughs> yeah, Prince kind of got wind of that. Was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about the movies too, but. <laughs> Not that I'm like not on Weird Al's side, but uh, uh, you know you, you don't know say what? you know I, for somebody like Prince that's that's like a really yeah I've salt. never seen Purple Rain all the way ah. through and, and all the way through and the funny we thing is every time that. it comes we've talked about well that. every time it comes on TV it's always the same parts I'll turn it on and it's <laughs> it's at the part where uh, Let's Go Crazy starts mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I'll flip away flip back then it's um, then it's the part where uh, Take Me With You is playing where they're driving through the mm-hmm. not the forest but whatever they're driving well, to Lake Minnetonka well. that's not yeah that's, that's not, not Lake, Lake Minnetonka, Minnetonka. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always see that part then I always see um, I'll come back where Jungle Love is on mm-hmm. and then I'll come back and at the end he'll he'll be either in the middle of Purple Rain 
<laughs> or at the end of it, and then and then he does "I Would Die for You," and then of yeah. course "I Would Die for You, Baby, I'm a Star," and then that's the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it from start to finish, and it's really funny because my dad has it on DVD, mm-hmm. um, so I could have watched it. And before it was on DVD, it was on one of the VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. I remember going through the going through like VHS tapes, and we had Purple Rain on VHS, and. Um, it's like, yeah, I could have watched it from, you know, from start to finish then. I still didn't. Because I don't know. I think for me, because I know like Prince, Michael, Janet as performers and musicians or whatever. Yeah. It was, especially when I was younger, it was harder for me to see them as actors. Oh, like unless they were doing um, music. And I guess, well, for Prince, he was. But unless they were basically doing like music videos in the in the movie format, mm-hmm. for me, I had like this distinction between movies and right. music videos and TV shows and like trying to if the if the artist or the performer wasn't wasn't playing themselves, mm-hmm. um, my mind wouldn't 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 <laughs> allow me to see them as something else. Right. And I guess with Prince, it's it's kind of like that weird exception because he was playing himself in the movie. Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It. it I hope I'm explaining that right, but yeah, well, yeah you are. <laughs> so when you think so, of Janet, you don't think of Penny, and you no, don't think and of it justice. took me. Mm-mm. And it, you know, because it, it took I me a long time to even watch. Justice. I I had never seen Poetic Justice until 2008, oh, from start good. to finish. Um, yeah, I I liked it. I ended up liking it, but because uh, even in the clumps, um, it was a little it was a little different for me. Yeah. The first time that I saw it, um, and the only reason I liked it because because she was in it, but she did a song for it too, um, which actually the doesn't really matter is actually written by Missy uh, oh, Missy okay. Elliott. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I like that song so much, um, like I've said before, we're talking about Prince, but quick aside, Rhythm yeah. Nation is my favorite Janet video, mm-hmm. um, but doesn't really matter is my favorite Janet song, and it's because okay. the song is about. You know, loving somebody for who they are and loving them on the inside, mm-hmm. and I was on the outside. You know that I mean, it's a trope, but you know Janet sings it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the clumps, you know, she's of course Janet, um, and she's Sherman's uh, fiance. So like, mm-hmm. she loves you know the the fat, lovable guy. Well, I was the fat, lovable guy in two thousand. At least you know that's how I saw myself, mm-hmm. right? And it's like so Janet's singing the song to me. Yes. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. And he's like, you know what? Janet's singing that song to me. Fight me, hoes. I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. (laughs) But um, it did take me a while to to actually like start to see because I I guess artists you used to have to be like a triple threat. You had to sing, act, Mm -hmm. and dance, right? and well, well you Prince, know, Prince does, was doing all of that. Yeah, but <laughs> he does two out of three of those really well. Very true. Yes, <laughs> I, I'll give you three well, guesses yeah. as to which two. <laughs> well, I guess the caveat is like you didn't have to do it well; you just had to do it. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. I mean, I mean, okay. Well, okay. So I'll, I'll let's 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 uh, for those that might not know, shame on you, who Prince was. And still is, really. Right. Um, we should probably talk about who he was is. Aha, yes. Yeah. 
and and Ooh. and say a belated happy birthday. Yes, because his, his his birthday had he had he still been on this planet <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. was June seventh. He was born June seventh, nineteen fifty one. Fifty eight. Fifty one. Fifty eight. Fifty. I thought it was fifty one. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yes. I could be wrong. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why well, did I think it was fifty one? Mm, according to Wikipedia, it's fifty-eight, and yeah, it was fifty-eight because him and uh, Michael are the same age. And the only reason why oh, I know that's that is right. my parents were born in fifty-eight, right. so I that's was always right. like the the cool thing was that my parents were yeah. born the same year as Michael and Prince, mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson's birthday was August 29th and mine is the twenty-sixth. Mm-hmm. So there was always like this connection, you know, well, legitimate have, or not, to you know. I have a connection, like two <laughs> different connections to Prince. The first one is I graduated June seventh. Oh, nice! Nineteen eighty-seven, but still, it, it was still June seventh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also, my dad, who owned a limousine company, uh, actually drove Prince once. Yes, I think you've told that story on the I podcast did. before. I did. Yeah. When we talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. the eighties or something, I can't. Yeah, the eighty. When we talked about yeah. the eighties, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. I know, I personally never got to meet him and of course him being one of my my favorite entertainers musicians I never even got to see him in concert mm-hmm. so of course I feel very you know like I missed out mm-hmm. especially the one that my dad did drive him for he was he was here was it 85 I think it was 1985 or 1986 uh, one of those two uh, he had a concert. Here. And I knew lots of people that went because, of course, mm-hmm. they talked about it the next Monday in high school. I did drive downtown and drove past. That's when uh, in Dallas Reunion Arena was still around. The Reunion Tower is still there. That's that ball. Um, okay. And then, but there was a an arena down there um, where uh, they had concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I drove down there, and I saw his buses. Oh. But I I never I didn't get to go to the concert so i feel like i've missed out yeah and you know it's unfortunate you know that that he did die (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i think is because of religion but i'm not going to go into that i promised myself (laughs) i would not go into the craziness of that (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that's a very very deep rabbit hole and i'm not in the mood to play alice today (laughs) Right? I'm just really not. (laughs) I'm really not. (laughs) Like, I'm stuck in 1984 right now. I don't need to go down to the Wonderland. Now, we talked about Purple Rain. Okay, so, like, Purple Rain was the the soundtrack of my 1984, of course. Um, (laughs) Yes. I got the album first. Because I I heard on the... That was my introduction to Prince, and then I backtracked, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. So... 1984, uh, MTV, right? Um, and I, I saw, uh, I, I heard uh, When Doves Cry on the radio. That was the, the first release that I heard, mm-hmm. was When Doves Cry. And it was so different, and it was so amazing with that, uh, the drum machine that's in the background. Um, just mm-hmm. the, the, the rhythm that that drum machine puts out is really distinctive, distinctively Prince, because he uses that mm-hmm. same type of rhythm in a lot more of his albums even after that and then also his protégés like Sheila E um, mm-hmm. also had that same on her Romance 1600 album and the other mm-hmm. album Glamorous Life um, oh, she used that same so type of huh? 
So does Jesse uh, Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, Free World is very Prince-inspired. Yeah, yeah. And but so, they all knew each other, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so I heard Windows Cry, and then um, Let's Go Crazy came out, and then Purple yeah. Rain. Um, those were like the top three that came from that album. But, you know, they, they played several others, too. But in the Dallas area, those were the top three um, that they mm-hmm. played from that album. And then they played... Uh, um, because they, they had decided when they made the movie, which I'll get to in a second, they had decided they didn't know whether they should just put like a soundtrack out, like Saturday Night Fever's soundtrack, because that mm-hmm. doesn't just have the BGs, it has all the other people that did uh, songs for Saturday Night Fever. But mm-hmm. then they decided that all the musicians are their own in their own right, so they decided mm-hmm. to just put out separate albums. So Vanity, well, actually Apollonia 6, because Vanity was no longer there mm-hmm. uh, um, so Apollonia 6 had their own for their songs that were in the movie Purple Rain and then of course The Time and then of course mm-hmm. Prince and so The Time came out with Jungle Love right and The Bird mm-hmm. and I heard those Yeah. so uh, my dad <laughs> took me to see Purple Rain Thanksgiving night 1984 oh wow yeah that was weird how was the like was it was it a magical experience it was but it was also highly uncomfortable because you know when apollonia is in his bedroom he's like feeling her up and stuff and i'm sitting next yeah, to my dad like oh, dad. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah it, it could have been worse right it could have been worse i mean luckily it, it the movie's fairly clean comparatively mm. Right, it's True. not like I'm sitting around watching Game of Thrones with my dad or something, you know. Right. So, with you know, sibling sex and all that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so it was it that part was slightly uncomfortable, but the rest of it, it was it was great, and it was actually busy. So many people were there that night, um, you know, hmm. at the movie theater. It was packed. Thanksgiving oh, wow. actually is a really popular night for movie going, believe it or not. Hmm. Well, you got all those relatives. You don't sit and talk to them. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents were in town. My dad, I was like, oh, I want to see Purple Rain. My dad's like, I'll take you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, 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 so, yeah. So, of course, I bought the album. And that was, that was kind of my first real introduction to Prince, even though, of course, he had been around for a while, right? Um, mm-hmm. So... <laughs> uh, so when when I I started really liking Prince, um, one of my good friends uh, bought me like a bunch of his other albums, like all his early stuff. So like for he she bought me 1999, uh, she bought me for you, um, she mm-hmm. bought me uh, oh god what's the name of that one Prince uh, Prince and then the other Dirty Mind uh, and Controversy. Okay. She brought she bought me all of those. Um, Controversy. Thank you guys. Yeah. I miss her. <laughs> I miss her being my friend, but I was a terrible friend. So, anyway, uh-huh. so then you know that that was like I fed off of Prince for years because of all those albums, which of course I still have some of them now. Unfortunately, they are warped. So when I put them on my record player, there's a little bit of a warpage sound. But if y'all uh-huh. don't know what that means, let me enlighten you. <laughs> so vinyl needs to be protected differently than CDs. And obviously streaming, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because vinyl 
obvious, not only can it get scratched, most people kind of know that, they can get scratched, although vinyl is fairly tough, you, even with scratches, you can still get a sound out of it and stuff. But in the 80s, they went through a period of not using thick vinyl. It, they used a thinner, more cheap vinyl, and the records got to be bendy. So like even even when they weren't warped, they were they were flexible, um, which lends itself because it's thinner. It lends itself to warpage easier. So the, these are these are my originals. <laughs> I've had <laughs> since 1984, and so <laughs> um, so I've stored them in various places in various ways. Don't stack your records because the weight of the records above will eventually warp the bottom ones. Mm. And then, so you are supposed to stack them straight up and down. But if right. you say you put them straight up and down, and if you lean them, they can also get warped. Like the top oh. can get warped because you've got, again, all that weight pressing down on the ones that are closest to the wall or to the whatever you're right. leaning them in. Yeah. So those end up getting warped. So, you know, they made record racks where you could sit them upright and they would stay standing upright. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little girl. <laughs> My <laughs> records just got used and abused like crazy. I will say this about vinyl. It is, it is, if it does get scratched, depending on how deep the scratch, it will still play versus like a CD that gets scratched. Because mm -hmm. the computer with a CD is like, I don't know how to read this. Whereas a needle is like, whatever, I'll just jump. <laughs> yeah, <right>. it, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You'll just get a lot of pops and snaps and crackles and whatever. <laughs> I I still have albums that my dad had that got he got them brand new in 1961. Case in point, I have his original Pink Panther, Henry Mancini's soundtrack to the movie Pink Panther. You know, dun -dun -dun -dun. Oh. yeah, I, I've got that, and it was my dad's original. His name is on it, so is mine. Mine's written with nail polish and a heart over the eye, because <laughs> uh, I was a little girl again. You know, I was young when he gave them to me, but they still play. And there's there's some pops and cracks, and they they can be cleaned. Vinyl can be cleaned, so that would take mm. some of those pops and cracks out because it's dust. But some of my Prince albums, unfortunately are warped but i'm still gonna keep them just because of the cover art and stuff you know my 1999 where he's laying on his belly you know and the 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 sheets barely covering his ass you know <laughs> 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 that artwork inserts you know I, I keep those um just because and and also it's nostalgic for me to look mm. at those albums because those are the albums that i unwrapped the plastic that was over the 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 album cover and then mm -hmm. put the the album on, and for the first time listen to the you know the B sides or the the ones that they didn't release on mm -hmm. those, um, like for 1999, uh, AUTOMATIC, um, yes. dan dance oh. music, sex romance. I love DMSR. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, um, that's it's, one of my favorites. Automatic um, is all well was yeah. all over the radio when I when I was younger. No, not all over, but. They would play like the big ones, you know, Purple Rain, Let's yeah. Go Crazy, uh, Contra they would play Controversy. Yeah. So so some of the some of the um I listened to in Flint, it was WDZZ ninety two point seven or ninety two point seven WDZZ, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they would play they would play four songs. They would play Soft and Wet, which is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. 
That's a good funk song. Oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, they would play uh, Automatic or AUT-O-Matic. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. They would play Which Erotic City. Which is nasty. City. They didn't play the whole thing because it gets well, nasty. They, they do, but they they played like the I guess the radio edit or yeah, whatever, okay. mm-hmm. right? Because because mm-hmm. the song itself is like nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it they is. played the they play like the three and a half minute version, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what? So that's three. Uh, or no, they played that. Then they would play Erotic City, and the funny thing was when they play Erotic City, City, I love Erotic they, City. they they would say we can funk until mm-hmm. the dawn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The radio used to play that, but then I guess after a certain point, they would just uh, like throw in a sound effect. Yeah. Like, we, we can fuck until the dawn. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we can funk. I mean, it's Prince. We can funk until the dawn. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's that's not what he's saying. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then they would play, um, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, damn it. There was another one. Um, oh, take me with you. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they played those those the most. I mean, uh, uh, with this current stuff, like whenever he put out an album, whatever, they would play the current songs. Mm-hmm. But I heard those those four the most. Um, Interesting. Yeah, when I was younger, like up until about thirteen, fourteen, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, they would always play soft and wet, especially like when Tom Joyner was on the air doing his morning show. I don't know. That must have been his favorite song or whatever, but I swear more often than not, I would hear Soft Away. Oh, and Controversy. They would play that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's a good song. That's what it was. Yeah. So I'd hear those the most when, um, again, aside from his current stuff, um, whatever was current at the time, they would always play um, those songs and Purple Rain, mm-hmm. which honestly, I, I didn't like Purple Rain when I first heard it. And this, this is only because... I like faster songs. Right. So ba- ballads, to me, I didn't really like that much. Like They had to grow on me. Like Now that I'm older, I can appreciate Prince in a way that I couldn't when I was five. But right. um, I, I remember hearing Purple Rain, and it's like, I mean, yes, it's nice, but I'd, I'd rather dance. I'd rather, you know, jump right. around to mm-hmm. Let's Go Crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Soft and Wet. I didn't know what Soft and Wet was about when I was younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just love the uh, the music, just the da 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 da, doom doom doom, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, Liam likes that one too because I, I play that in the car, and he was like, "Oh, that's a really good funk song." It's me and my sister. We'll sit up there. We'll make fun of it now. I mean, like sure. in a good way because we oh, love yeah. the song. Uh-huh. We're just like, like, hey, lover, what you think of me? That's not the words, but you know, I don't care. It's like it's right. it's a so it's. It's a great song. I, I didn't even know, know he was saying "soft and wet." <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear because yeah. I couldn't. I didn't understand it when I was little, well, younger. And I know he was saying "soft and wet." I just. I thought he was like just making noises. I don't know because mm-hmm. Prince would always make. That's the other thing. Prince would always oh, make yeah. noises. He didn't give a damn. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the thing. The thing I like about a lot of Prince's songs is they are. They he he doesn't always use euphemisms uh-huh <laughs> meaning meaning some some of them are just well soft and wet some of them are just really out there like here it is <laughs> yeah like do me yeah. baby <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um and uh head uh <laughs> <laughs> 
so cream um, cream like, wow. yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's pretty much uh, uh, what he's talking about whatever you uh, think prince is talking about i promise you that's what he's talking about uh-huh, especially uh-huh. in his early stuff because oh, yeah. he did not want any hair split on this yeah <laughs> at all but but like for uh what is it um which song is it I'm trying to think oh i can't remember but but like a lot of them um also there's a lot of politics in them even mm-hmm. though it's funny because when he got older and he became Jehovah's Witness stuff and and he was like oh I'm not in this politics and all that kind of stuff but all his early stuff is mm-hmm. uh controversy is a political yeah. song the song mm-hmm. free on 1999 album is a political song is it 1999 kind of political? It is. Yes, that's yeah. It. yeah. I go yeah. So it's, oh, you were going it's, through. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, that's all right. In, in case I forgot it, you know. Glad you said. It. Um, so it, it's if you listen to his stuff, uh, his early stuff especially, um, it's it's very, you know, predictive. Like, basically, mm-hmm. the things that we have always talked about, that this stuff has, you know, well, okay, as we talked about with Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. All this stuff has been going on for so long, and it still mm-hmm. hasn't been solved. Hasn't, yeah. I will yeah. say this. From the 1999 album, my favorite song on that album is Delirious. Yes! I love that song so much. That song <laughs> yes. is so much fun to sing. Oh, and speaking yes. of euphemisms, he does have euphemisms because we all know what the little red Corvette is. Do we? <laughs> I, a I, little I, red Corvette is uh, the young lady's. He, that's his name for her because she's uh, fast and pink. <laughs> I, I mean, they're her her lady parts. Oh, that's why you know there were Trojan and some of them used. Ah, and they go back and look at the lyrics now. <laughs> yeah, you see, you could, well, remember, you know, for a while there was pay the rent, collect. <laughs> That's uh-uh. right. <laughs> <laughs> More Mondegreen for Prince. <laughs> yes, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. dig if you will the pictures. You Marvin Gaye and the kids. I'm just That's saying. That's you Marvin Gaye and the kids. I love that one. <laughs> now I can't sing that song without it. I will oh, say this. T- <laughs> one of my newest one of my newest favorite songs of his, which I had never heard because I was out of it for a while for a really mm-hmm. long time with Prince unfortunately. I moved to Michigan then just kind of after Sign of the Times and um what was the one after that? Sign of the Times, I Black Album wasn't oh. listed. No, it wasn't Sign of the Times. Around after. the world in a day? No. Um, let me go back Parade. to Love Sexy. No, all those are good. No, I, I know all those. No. Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. So after Diamonds and Pearls, what was the one after that? Chaos and Disorder. Okay. So Diamonds and Pearls yeah. was like the last one that I really paid much attention to um, mm-hmm. because I I was doing other things, had a baby in 1994. And so, you know, I, I kind of dropped out of it for a while. But then I was, of course, after he died, especially, you know, Googling him and looking at videos and stuff constantly, um, you know, to get over it. Let's put that in air quotes because you're never over it. Um, right. I do a moment of silence extra uh, in April uh, on his, on the day that mm-hmm. he passed away, which was April, you know, April 21st. Yeah, yep. Two days before yep. my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to remember my dad's birthday. 
But one of the songs that I ended up really liking was was Hot With You. Hmm, I've not that heard that one. That song is so good. I love that song so much. Well, because uh, the one of the choruses, he, he puts in Nasty Girl, the song that he wrote for Vanity. Oh, um, okay. For, for Vanity Six's debut album way uh-huh. back when. And so, I do uh, like that song. Yeah. And then I went back also and bought his uh, Come album. <laughs> And when I say he doesn't use euphemisms, so listen to that fucking album. Because the first song, Come, is really what he means. Because he describes oral sex that he's going to perform on her. And that's, that's if you ever do listen to it, the female in there that is saying very sexily in the background, Come, that is Vanity. That's Denise, what's her name? Um, so, <laughs> that he recorded, and then he didn't, he didn't put that album out until like 1994. Mm. Um, and... and <laughs> So I got it last year, or the year before last, ordered it, got it online, listened to it, and went, wow, that's really, <laughs> I don't think they play that one on the radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> because right from the very beginning, he describes, yeah, oral sex with her. Wow. Yeah. With him giving her oral sex. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... um. I did later on also purchase the Gold Experience, which has the most beautiful girl in the world on it. The rest of the songs were kind of okay, but mm-hmm. you can hear the difference um, of him going into the late '90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. The musicology, I remember that was like mm-hmm. his—I don't want to say a comeback, but um, re- return to somewhat prominence because mm-hmm. um, it was definitely um, funk. Um, inspired and everything and it was like kind of returning to his roots mm-hmm. um, and I could hear I liked it but I could hear the difference mm-hmm. um, versus because for me ooh, excuse me <laughs> the cutoff for me like I break it up into eras where it's like there's party prints mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like 1999 to um, Batman pretty much and so that includes like the Purple Rain album, Let's Go Crazy, all of that. And then there's um, like Sexy Prince or whatever. So that's like mm-hmm. your Erotic City. And, right. Um, uh, well, Soft and Wet was before that, but yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, uh, Darling Nikki, all of that. <laughs> and then there's like Assless Pants Prince, where mm-hmm. this is where I fall off, which it was like 92, 3, somewhere in there. Um, cause then, and then after assless pants prints, there's the symbol prints. And it's like, well, yeah. then I don't, I don't really follow after that. So there was like, you talked about that kind of falling off. I didn't really follow prints. Um, but I did like prints. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after he became the symbol and everything like that, um, I didn't really pay attention to his music. And part of that is because he wasn't really putting out music or if he was, it wasn't, um, it definitely wasn't being promoted. Like it was when he was Prince. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I do remember in like 1996 or 97, um, he had a song on MTV. It was called face down. Oh my God. Was, yeah. That shit is hilarious to me. I, I showed my song. sister that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I so now every song. time we like, every time we say face down, we're like, just like Elvis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how that's a sound off for you and your sister. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so funny to me. And I'm just like, hey, you Prince didn't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I guess really the. 
Well, after Diamonds and Pearls, there was another one that I did. I did get, and that was when he did um, the one with just his symbol on it, the love symbol mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, like seven. Yeah, the one that had seven and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. it, basically, his rock opera. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's creepy because you know the girl uh, uh, on there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> when they they I, God, what song is that? Um, where he's uh, they interview her or whatever. Okay. Um, and she, you know, he, they're like name and she's like Arabia and their age and she's like jailbait. And I'm like, oh, oh gross. Wow. <laughs> but then later on, you know, he does fall in love with somebody who's like very much younger than he, uh -huh. um, when he marries Maite and, mm. and she, but she was like 16 when he met her, when she was a dancer for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's giving me Rick James vibes. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> And Rick James did shit. He put it all out there. She was seventeen. Like, yeah. um, sir, sir, yeah. it's a problem. I don't care what well, state you're in. It's still well, weird. Stray Cats did the same thing with a song called "Sexy and 17. Yeah, see, that's still. And a then the Beatles did. <laughs> she was just seventeen. Yeah, you still a know what I mean. Yes. And before too long, statutory. I fell in love with her. her. Yeah. Nope. Statutory. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of the people who like still defend R. Kelly. It's like, see, and yeah. you're mad at R. Kelly. Yes, that's still the same problem. It doesn't make Jeffrey it okay. Jeffrey Epstein. Ugh. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't care who. Well, okay, Elvis also. Yes. Like, get out people, of here. People, people do that all the time. Yeah. People like, sit I'm there the, and look mm. at me and say, how can you still want to watch The Cosby Show? Because it's fucking funny and I can separate the asshole. Mm hmm. From the art. Well, that, Do you listen like, to not... Elvis? If you listen to one Elvis song, I'm sorry, Priscilla was 14 when he was fucking her. Right? And oh. her parents allowed it. Gross. Mm. I, was watch I watched the Cosby show for Claire. I know that's uh -huh. not her name. Well, the character, Claire. Mm -hmm. And the kids. Like, yeah. yes, Bill is there and Bill is funny. Yeah. Well, Heathcliff is funny, yes. Mm -hmm. But my favorite episodes of the Cosby show are, are when uh, Felicia Rashad, Claire, yeah. Yeah. Sings. Um, there's an episode with her uh, when when her and the kids meet Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I love that episode, <laughs> and she sings with him. It's great. And then there's an mm -hmm. episode where they go to Hillman, and at the end she sings with the choir, and it's mm -hmm. just such a her voice because I mean the the girl can sing, but oh yeah, um, her beautiful her voice and like just the kind of magic that's created with that episode of like what they're trying to represent it hits me and i love it i love it so yes bill cosby the person is trash but the cosby show will always mm -hmm. have a special place mm -hmm. in our hearts and minds and hey if y'all can sit up there and bend over backwards to protect american exceptionalism you can have the fucking cosby show get off yeah. my nuts and I elvis said I said. and elvis and jerry lee lewis and mm -hmm. fucking woody allen Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so you know, Prince is kind of in there too, and then of course he goes a little off the rails. Which again, I'm not going to go too in depth into the whole religion thing, but that's mm -hmm. where he lost me. Also, was mm -hmm. you know, as far as him being a person, mm -hmm. that's kind of where he lost me. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't follow that path, and I couldn't. It was really hard for me to put the two together, mm -hmm. uh, because I, I kind of. He seemed yeah. to rebel against that. 
I don't know say man, maybe not rebel is the word, but listening to his music and in some of his interviews, it, he always to me came off as agnostic. Where it's like yeah. he believed there was God or a God, and that's yeah, yeah. fine. Because I kind of identified the same a way. Like, something until he right. became well, a Jehovah's Witness. And so, like, it's weird, weird, but it's interesting because the, even listening to um, any anything up until. Until I think he became the symbol. Well, actually, even after, because Seven was also talking mm-hmm. about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe somewhere in there, he he uh, he converted to Jehovah's Witness just probably for his own. Um, well, I mean, like he's his doing basis. it for like his own um, his own like personal well being. Well, we'll put that in air quotes. But I'm just saying, like, because the music industry is toxic, and we watched that play out with with Prince as the example of like what he was doing, taking on the powers that be in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe you know, doing all of that definitely had to take a toll. And so maybe he found some form of solace in in that particular segment of Christianity. I don't know. I mean, obviously, my name's not Prince, so I can't tell you. But um, you know, because a lot of the times. Especially like with, um, from what I've seen, like with black artists in particular, they either, because um, a lot of times they'll start out before they like hit it big, um, mm-hmm. they'll start out in the church and then hit it big and become really secular and everything. And then after the music industry chews them up and spits them out, they yeah. go back to the church. <laughs> or, um, and that's like the, it's usually the, the you know, Southern Baptist uh lens of Christianity not always but usually um, or um, a lot of the times they'll convert to Islam because um, yeah. there's they find more structure or more um, peace for lack of a better word um, in that um, uh, that segment of religion as well um, in Prince's case it seemed and again I'm not Prince so I don't know but as an observer, it seemed just dealing with the music industry as is taking on the powers that be and winning mm-hmm. um, to a certain degree. I mean, that definitely had to take a toll on him, um, you know, spiritually. And maybe he found, at least he thought he found, you know, some kind of, again, peace in air quotes with that particular segment. I'm guessing. I don't know. That's just my observation. My very armchair two cents. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because then at the same time it's like all the issues that um, you know we could we were not going to do it in this episode but that we could discuss with the Jehovah's Witnesses it's like how much of peace did you actually find or did you really just kind of stave off uh, you know that kind of reckoning um, that eventually unfortunately uh, came and claimed his life so you know it's hmm it's a weird because because we're and we as Americans or United States citizens, quote unquote, uh, we're, we're a Christian nation in in uh, on paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> not in practice, but on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about it or even trying to critique it in a way, um, it it feels wrong in the sense, and that's just because it's rubbing up against. Um, American exceptionalism and, and all of that it, it, they're conflated um, because they've been we've been conditioned with this 
this kind of duality since birth. Like even if you identify as an atheist or whatever, even when you talk about uh, religion, there's still that rub that you're feeling and that's because of American exceptionalism. But again, that's for later in this podcast uh, (laughs) season. Mm -hmm. So all that being said, (laughs) um, it is interesting to see Prince kind of make that transition because like his earlier stuff, he would talk about um, God or his belief in God or um, or like spirituality and like him trying to navigate it. Um, yeah. Until he became and, a Jehovah, Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. After that, and he it, has he has fewer sexual songs. He mm-hmm. he has he has uh, there's no none of that questioning anymore of mm-hmm. you know the way he questioned it in Around the World in a Day. Um, right. Because he he questioned it during that album in particular, and because later on when he becomes Jehovah's Witness, um, he he sticks to the tenets as close as he can, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways, including not having an operation on his hips, which is what would have saved his life. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he instead of having the operation, because Jehovah's Witnesses don't agree, not believe, right? They don't agree with blood transfusions, mm-hmm. and so. He did not have the the surgery on his hips he should have had because, you know, when you wear eight-inch heels and you're jumping off risers and spinning and all that kind of stuff, it does a number on your legs. Yeah. And so he declined that and went on painkillers instead, which ended up killing him. Mm-hmm. So those kind of things. But but his, his music changed later on in the 2000s when he converted. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he did. I think he converted around when Musicology came out, which yeah. was two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Was, Prince was always kind of like strange. Like his career was strange to me. Not Prince the mm-hmm. person. Obviously, I didn't know him. But uh, right. Prince the the symbol or the the artist as as a um, Prince the Prince the the myth was always weird to me um because honestly like when i was little i liked some of his stuff and i think i liked prince because he did the batman album yeah yeah and so since i liked batman i guess vicariously i liked prince you know <laughs> but there because even some songs on the batman album, like scandalous i didn't like when i was yeah, i don't like that one either yeah um i like it now i don't Again, like arms of like, Orion either I like that one. See, no, I that like one I do <laughs> like, and I think it's because I like the the musicality of it. Because that's one thing with Prince was a musician, so like, yeah, that's true. Even the the musicality, just the the instrumentation. He's listed in the top twenty guitarists of all time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. On many and different lists. Like I don't like Electric Chair. Well, I didn't, but I liked, and I didn't like the Future. Like I the do. album doesn't. I like the future. It, it doesn't pick up for me until Arms of Orion and, of course, Vicky's Waiting, um, oh, Party that. Man. Lemon Crush. Lemon Crush. Yeah, like the middle of the album, I really dig. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the beginning and the end, I'm like, I've grown to appreciate it, especially, I think, now that he's passed. Like, I've listened to it in a different way. Right. right. Um, yeah, but, like, I remember, I remember, like, kind of, like, rediscovering stuff um, at 10 that I listened to when I was, like, four or five. Mm-hmm. And so I, because I, I had, not well, I didn't, but my parents had um, Batman and Purple Rain, 
but they had Batman on CD. Purple Rain was on vinyl. They had like the original, like yeah. Purple Rain, right? Yeah, um, I do too. <laughs> right, but I remember listening to listening to that and going like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Or some, and now that I was older, I could actually understand um, a little bit better. Anyway, what he was actually talking about. Like, I'm not listening to the beat anymore. I'm actually listening to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like we with Vicky waiting, just the way that it sounds. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, that's that's one of my favorites on mm-hmm. there. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, so for me, favorite. I think that's track five. So yeah, for me, it's like tracks three through seven, mm-hmm. and there's only nine tracks on the album. Um, those those stand out for me. Like I can put those on a loop because uh, I liked Bat Dance because I liked the video, but I don't. It goes on a little too long for me. Um, but I do like I like the how he mixes the movie into the song. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> it's, it's, but it's one of the first songs to do that too, because a lot of people mm-hmm. do that now. But he was like one mm-hmm. of the first to do that. Yeah, I like, and I think that's why I like it because it was from a technical standpoint or, or production standpoint, like that was different and it was mm-hmm. new. Um, so I can really appreciate that. So it's not that I don't like the song; it's just it goes on at the time. It, like it went on a little too long for me. Like same thing with automatic. Like the the album version mm-hmm. is like nine minutes. Yeah. Kind of like with Timberland, how he produces his his uh, the songs that he produces or whatever. It's kind of like yo, the song ended like five minutes ago. Like, you, can, <laughs> you can turn this off. Like, yeah. <laughs> the police like, have a couple songs that do that. Tourists, yeah. Like, really. Yeah, and I'll I'll, even, I'll say it. Message in the bottle <laughs> at the end of the song. Message in the bottle. They say sending out an SOS. I counted it thirty-two times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sat there and counted. It. I was like sending out an SOS. I'm sending out an SOS. <laughs> that thirty-two times before the song ends. Yeah, I can't do it. And I'm like, this, this is it. too fucking long. <laughs> Shit, they yeah. ask if they didn't answer you after the after the fifth time, they're not coming. I'm just letting you know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I get to like automatic is on. Uh, is that on ninety nine? Is that on nineteen ninety nine? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get like albums in the early eighties. The the album tracks themselves were longer um, mm. because they were. Um, I guess because you only have so much room on vinyl. Um, yeah. Usually those albums were short. Uh, I think the longest for it uh, could be like forty some minutes for the so you gotta like kind of fill up space. I get that, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just want to jam. And Prince, again, being a, a musician, you know, is probably like having a jam session with his band. Yeah. I understand yeah. that, uh-huh. you know. But like as an as a listener and as somebody who grew up uh, in the later eight, well, grew up in the nineties, but came in the in the late eighties. Um, my attention span is shorter, <laughs> so I can't well, sit there and just listen to the same uh, beat going and then just have like some sound <laughs> effects, even if it is with people moaning and shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, look, the song, the extended the song versions, yes, of, of uh, like Little Red Corvette. Uh huh. Let's go crazy. <laughs> yeah. After a while, you're like, he's he's sitting there with the drum machine <laughs> in the background, and he's taking like this wood block. And he's banging it. And then he puts that down. You can hear him pick up a kazoo. And you can hear him put it down. And he's just like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> and I'm on the treadmill going, God damn it, I can't reach my right. phone to change the song. Well, like, um, what was, um, oh, shoot, ah, uh, damn it, ah, dang it, I just had it. There's, um, oh, When Doves Cry, mm-hmm. the album version, um, like, it goes, it goes, and it, I remember I was listening, um, I, I was listening everyone. to it with my sister. Yeah. I know every little ooh ah scream whatever oh, he does on that one, and I I love to perform that one in my car. The first one, oh, the first time I will go around the block four times. <laughs> if I'm in the middle, if I'm in the middle of when doves cry and I'm in the mood, I will drive extra to be able to finish performing that in my car because I know every in and out of that song. <laughs> my sister had Pandora on and they played it and oh, I was yeah. like oh this is the oh this is the extended version or mm-hmm. the album version whatever and so it kept going and going and I remember being in the kitchen uh, my sister and I were listening to it and so I was like yeah I know how this goes and so at the end I started like he starts screaming yeah and so I started doing it yeah and, and then it, like and he kept going and she fell out Did laughing you? so hard <laughs> Cause she, I don't think she'd ever heard that before. No, my and God. Like <laughs> well, hey, Detroit, you, you should, then you need to listen to uh, his song, Adore. And I think it's on the Prince, I think it's on the Love Symbol uh, uh, album. Let me double check. Uh-huh. Um, because that one is like super long, but he goes in, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's on his, uh, which is that sign of the, is it, maybe it's sign of the times. Um, anyway. Yeah, Sign of the Times. So it's on Sign of the Times. And <laughs> that song, he goes, oh my gosh, there's so much. It's like four minutes long. But it is so fun to sing because uh-huh. it's him singing all the parts. And uh-huh. there's just so many runs and him hitting high notes and low notes. There's like some gospel thrown in, you know. Oh, wow. And it's <laughs> that song is amazing. But it is really long. <laughs> to the point where I can't find the full version on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Because they cut it off, and I'm like, oh, we're just getting to the good part. Right. Yeah, he, 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 it's great. But it's it's right, I think it's uh, after uh, Gonna Be a Beautiful Night, which is a great song, too. The Sign of the okay. Times is a fantastic album. It really is. You know, I don't like that song. I like it now. It's grown on me, but I didn't what, like it gonna, when I was little. The Sign little. of the Times, the song? Yeah, itself? the song. Because, yeah. yeah, because it's it's very... Again, political. Yeah, well, and bleak. It's very political. Yeah, bleak. I mean, the part where he's like... <laughs> Hurricane Annie came and ripped off a church and killed everybody inside. Like, damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you know, his, his his cousin, you know, was smoking weed, and then now he's doing, you know, horse, yeah. which is heroin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or um, I, I, I remember hearing that. And I was uh, like, a sister Prince? killed a baby because she couldn't afford to feed it. Yeah. Yeah. Bleak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm this... How what's changed? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why I said. I was... The first time I heard that, I was eight. I remember hearing yeah, it in the that's... car, and I wasn't sure if that was Prince either. Because I, yeah. it came on the radio, and um, I was just kind of like, "This is this is different," yeah. and um, and it sounded like Prince. But again, I'm eight, so I'm not really making all the connections just yet. Yeah. And um, and it came on a couple of times, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all." Yes. <laughs> as an eight year old, I'm like, Mm-mm, "No." Nope. Yeah. It actually kind of scared me. But, but it kind of scared me. Play in, but, but it's funny because he starts with that. And then he has some amazing songs on there, which are actually quite upbeat. Like Play in the Sunshine is fantastic. 
I love mm-hmm. that one. Housequake is just fun to stomp around. And, I do know, like house Housequake. With. Yeah. Yes. The Ballad of Dorothy <laughs> Parker is great because um, if you if you if you listen to I I love that. So like when when it gets to the final part of the chorus and he says because uh, he talks about how he's he's had a, a fight with his significant mm-hmm. other. He goes to the restaurant. He meets Dorothy. She's the waitress. They go upstairs to her place. Uh, you know, they take a bubble bath, but he leaves his pants on because he, he's, you know, <laughs> dating someone. So then he feels better. So then he goes back to the to what he calls the violent room. And then he says next time he, they have a fight, he's going to take a bubble bath with his pants on. And all the fighting stopped. <laughs> um, so that's that's like, you know, I don't know. It's just the, the music of it. The music of I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man, which is a six and a half <laughs> minute yes. song. Yes. When it gets to that whole funky part in the middle, it's amazing. I mean, it, it I really... I do like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, how one. much more can you be in your face? He wants to do it, baby, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Starfish and coffee makes gives me a lump in my throat because Starfish it's about... Well, coffee. it's about like a, an autistic girl that everybody oh, really? ends up loving. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you listen to the lyrics, it's a, she's different, you know. Every, you oh, know, he see. and... Yeah, he, I've heard that on the he was on that Muppet show and he mm-hmm. sang that. Yeah, he did. But I mean, it's, I it's didn't know when you that. listen to it, okay. it's about somebody who is very, very different, um, but you know, ends up being you know like the uh, you know a really cool person. Um, at first, you know, oh. they're like little kids, so they think that she's kind of weird. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, she's you know everybody ends up liking her. Slow love is fun to sing. Also, hot thing forever. My life is beautiful. It just is. You got the look. I'm not down. I don't yes. like Sheena Easton. <laughs> I don't I, like you know Sheena what? Easton. I like Sheena Easton. I, I don't know I something not. about. I like. Um, I like. Uh, well, you liked Arms Morning of Orion, and that's her. I Morning do. Train. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I do guess like you know. But one. if I was your I girlfriend, know. is fun. It's weird though. And, the, and also with Sheena Easton, because I know mm. she was tied. Like I guess Prince Sheena Easton was kind of like his muse for a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, for a minute. And. Um, and then, so for I know at least for two albums, like he was he was um, like the producer, basic because you can hear the Prince influence on like uh, mm-hmm. on I still don't know what a uh, Pretty Wall or Sugar Walls. I know what she's talking mm-hmm. about. I was like, okay, <laughs> Sheena. Um, and uh, what's the yeah, oh, Pretty Mess? That That's what it is. Yeah. Pretty Mess. He wrote. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, there's the other one where she because she can't dance. Um, but she's in the video <laughs> trying to. She can't. Like it's so funny because she's. Oh, talk. Was, I think it's talk about our love or talk about something. <coughs> I think me, it's something I like that. My, I swallowed um, my soda wrong because that was funny. <laughs> I think yeah, talk. Wait, I think it's called talk about our love or talk something. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, she's up front because it's supposed to be her song, but you can mm-hmm. see the dancers, the backup dancers, like out dancing her because she's not oh, a yeah. dancer. Um, but it's definitely a Prince inspired song. You can hear it. Um, it's kind of the same thing with Sheila E and uh, Love Bazaar, and you can hear Prince singing the backing vo- vocals, and by yeah. the end of the oh, song, yeah. it's basically oh just God. Prince. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. You know, because you, sorry, you hear sorry, him, Sheila. <laughs> yeah, it's like you hear him, like you know, doing the the kind of like the bass, and then Sheila Sheila is of course singing like an octave or or whatever above. Yeah, she's not that great of a singer, yeah, but she's a fantastic she's percussionist. Oh my god! Yes, and a great person, by the way. I like her. Well, and 
I didn't know that was her on uh, Erotic City. I wasn't sure oh, yeah. which one of the Prince girls it was. Oh, right, like, was exactly. it Apollonia? Was it Vanity? Was it Sheila? Or even was Wendy Sheena? or Lisa. Even <laughs> right, Wendy exactly. or Lisa. Because sometimes you know it's like, wow, that's a sexy boy. That was fucking Wendy. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, she, you know what the joke is? It's all of them. Yeah, they no, just put, them all their, put all their voices together. Like, that's you know? probably true. <laughs> Knowing Prince, that's probably true. I'm going to make uh-huh. the most. That I can see in his mind. I'm going to make the most perfect female voice. I'm going to take all the females I know and mix them together and make mm-hmm. the most perfect female voice. Yeah, and throw uh-huh. in his voice too, because he yeah. can hear some of those notes. I <laughs> he guarantee can. it. So he's, he he's talking to himself. He's talking to himself. Well, like, 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 if we cannot make babies, maybe we can make some time. Fuck so pretty, you. That's all Prince. Yeah, that's I know. that's not a woman. That's Prince. No, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, hey, you know. Well, there's because sometimes when I'm singing, you know, doing my concert with uh, when doves cry, I can't hit some of those really high ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or um. Private is it private joy? Yeah. Or is Which it just album? joy? It's Which on album? it's it's on uh is it on nineteen ninety nine? It's on nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Or no, no no no, it's on it's on uh Purple Rain, isn't it? No. No, it's on 99 or it's on controversy. That's what it is. It's on controversy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. It was a joy. I like that song. Mm-hmm. I really just like it. It's so it's so much fun. Um, I had I, forgotten about about that. I I have that album under my stairs, and I I got a uh, a record player. It's not a stereo. It's a record player. But Doug connected it to our surround sound. Ooh! So it's really cool. Like with the exception of. You know, all the pops and snaps and cracks are right. <laughs> really, that, uh. but that's okay. But then I put on this album because I hadn't listened to it in forever. And yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Or um, I even like some of the stuff that he wrote for other people. Um, oh, yeah. I do like Nothing Compares to You. I like when he performs Shit. it because he did that at his uh, uh, Unplugged. And yeah. um, when, when he does it. I mean, like, Sinead O'Connor's is cool. Yes, that's the, it's the quote-unquote original or the first time that we heard it. So, yes, but I do like when he performs it. And I also like Manic Monday. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah, I like that one, too. It's a good song. Well, Controversy is good because uh, first, you know, he asked the question in Controversy, you know, about, about, and that is seven minutes long. Uh, again, yes, yeah, we're talking early Prince. Well, so is Doomy Baby. You get the yeah. whole entire when Prince decides he's going to have an orgasm on Mike. Is you get the whole thing. <laughs> you get the whole entire thing. So with Doomy Baby, same thing. The song "Come" is like that long too because she's going to have one. And then on 1999, International Lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seven minutes long. So if you're ever wanting to listen to, you know, a, a, a Prince orgasm, <laughs> they're there. But, well, so, so like, the controversy, like, that's the first one is, you know, about him because there's so much conjecture about him and what does mm-hmm. it matter. And then the next song is called Sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then Do Me Baby. And then mm-hmm. side two. Th- that's only three songs in side one. That should tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, side two is Private Joy. Ronnie yes. talked to Russia again. We're political here because yeah. that was during the Reagan administration. I always wondered who was. Uh, I tried looking it up when it's like Annie Christian. Yeah, actually, he's he's rhyming it with Annie Christ, Anti Christ, Annie Christian, oh, Annie Christ. Gotcha. So it's it's Anti Christian, Anti Christ. I he, see. Because mm-hmm. I was like, who and is then that? there's the song that is out there. <laughs> The last song on the album is Jack You Off. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So Controversy is one of his most sexual albums. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's yeah, one of his early ones. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked... Um, I don't know, I still, I, I go back to, well, actually, there's a new, well, new to me, but it's called Moonbeam Levels, and I don't know which album it was supposed to be on. Moonbeam Levels? Yes, yeah. Um, I don't it's know. weird. I don't know if I've it's, ever heard that song. It's one of those, it's one of his, like, I don't know if it's necessarily spiritual, but in the chorus, he is, he says, I'm looking for a better place to die. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Prince. <laughs> Um, I don't know what it is. Um, the chorus kind of grabs me because um, the verses. It's I don't, don't want to call it simple. Yeah, I'm not going to be disrespectful to Prince like that. It's not simple, but I think well, it really shines in the chorus. I don't, something about the chorus, the way it sounds, it really just kind of grabs. Well, hang me. on a second. I know you're not going to hear it, but give me a second because I got it pulled up. Okay. Um, and we'll be careful because you know the Prince of State don't play. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little tidbit you'll hear of this is is all we're doing, Prince of State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, you know the funny thing is, is it sounds very Prince. Mm-hmm. Meaning he's gone it, with that song. It, he's gone back to some roots. Right, and I don't know if it was because the first time I heard that was on like a greatest hits of yeah. Prince, and so I don't know where exactly that would have fit in. Like I don't know if that's like an uh, outtake like, from you know controversy or or later in the eighties, like from maybe Sound of the Times, maybe. Um, it's it's it, it's forever. It's on the album forever, like the number okay. four, and then ever. Okay. Uh, so it is. It is just it. They've put it on to a a greatest hits kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not on any other album. So, mm, okay. I can't find it on any other album. Oh well. Hmm. I don't know. I, I heard everything that. else on that album is I. I've heard it with the exception of Peach. I've never heard that one. Mm-mm. There is and even with all of this stuff. There's still like a large. Um, a large batch of songs I've never heard. Me too. Well, um, yeah, scrolling down on the Wikipedia page, there's tons mm-hmm. of I've never heard of any of these albums. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, um, Money Doesn't Matter Tonight, I did that finally hear. Heard, yeah. I have heard that one, and then 3121 I've, I've heard. Mm-hmm. But like all these albums, Rave, uh, Into the Joy, Fantastic, The Rainbow Children, One Night Alone, Expectations, Sea Note, The Chocolate Invasion, The Slaughterhouse, never heard of any of them. No, me either. Is that when he was doing... 2004? Between 2001 and 2004. Oh, wow. Or when those came out. Oh, yeah, see. Never, yeah. And then 2004, uh, Musicology came out. Um, oh wow! They have a they have a <laughs> they have a, a ticket for when he performed in 1979, and the prices are four dollars in advance oh and four seventy five at the door. I see that. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. oh gosh, that that hurts. That <laughs> it hurts. does. Oh. Okay, so this is how bad, how out of touch I am. It's been the last time I went and saw a movie is when we went to go see that Star Wars movie. Uh huh. That's the last time I've been in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. So the other day, Liam was like, uh, so we, we were talking about, you know, people hanging out 
And he's like, well, we thought about going to see the movie, his friends. And he's like, but, you know, it's kind of expensive. And I'm like, yeah, they are. And he uh-huh. goes, no, they're like $18 now. Get out of my face. It's like 15 or $18. And I'm like, what the f- what? Yeah, get out. Get out of my face. <laughs> I was like, I will never see it. I was to come on DVD. Because yeah. on DVD, I can buy it for 20 bucks and <laughs> watch Absolutely. it forever. You could Even- buy it for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. A month ago, you could a buy it for twenty ago, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. sighs> I'm yeah. looking at you, inflation. Yeah. Suck my big toe. Anyway, <laughs> there's there's other songs. Let's I, I, let's go back to what you said about him making songs for other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's one with Tevin Campbell. Um, yeah, round, round and round. round. Yeah, yes. that came out. That that I think they put that on the um, graffiti bridge. <laughs> they <laughs> Sorry, did, I can't the video... say that without laughing. Oh yeah. my god! I've okay. never seen graffiti. Bridge. Let's let. Okay, then, then here's the best time to start talking about the movies, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prince did three movies mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. <laughs> The first one was Purple Rain, and that that got what it got. It's it's considered you know one of the best like concert movies <laughs> out there. Uh, he did win you know some stuff for not the movie but for the soundtrack you know for his album right. Uh, didn't he get an Oscar for it for the the music, not the movie? But uh, I don't did he? I don't. I think it was a Grammy, not a not an Oscar. Oh yeah, no, he got the Grammys. Well, anywho, uh, we'll check so, on that. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, checking right now. Uh, he won Grammys. I don't know. I don't see no. any any Oscars. Uh, Grammys, American Music Awards, MTV stuff, uh, Billboard, Golden Globes. I... That kind of stuff. But, I did not know he did a duet <laughs> with Madonna on her Like a Prayer album and apparently played the guitar on Like a Prayer. Yeah. I had read huh. that. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Was it? No, no, he did. He went. He won an Oscar in 1985 for uh, most original score. That, that's what I. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. He won an okay. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, the music is amazing. All everybody's songs in that in that. Uh, oh yeah. Movie are fantastic. Even even Apollonia Six, which is just you know a shithole, mm-hmm. basically a sex band, but. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Uh, they're terrible, but that that's they're fun <laughs> if if you want to just listen to girl songs about, you know, sex and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, Vanity 6 was the same way. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing. I like Nasty Girl. Vanity. Oh, I love Nasty, nasty Girl. girl is that's my what song. I'm saying though. I mean, they're I like they're it. but they're they're not like musically wow. <laughs> they're right, just like, right. well, that's a really kind of cool sex song. That's great. Um I I love it too. In fact, I used to have a Vanity 6 album. Anyway, uh so they're all great, but the 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 movie <laughs> Is I don't an unintentional comedy. It kind of is because (laughs) it's like supposed to be about this this guy's life. He's called the kid, right? And it's about his life. But his dad was a a failed musician. Uh, tries to kill himself. You know, supposedly Mm -hmm. he was abusive and all this other kind of stuff, right? Which, by the way. The people that played his parents were the best fucking actors in the entire thing. <laughs> they were amazing. They were very believable as as a, uh, you know, the, the the what they were trying to portray as like mm-hmm. his parents that are either fucking or fighting, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and and his dad being you know just just emotionally cut off and a troubled musician and all that kind of, it's just fantastic uh so uh it, 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 it's but <laughs> it's extremely misogynistic the movie is because all the mm-hmm. females are in all kinds of lingerie all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, but but eh, it is what it is it's 1984 and you know it's just it's not extremely well written mm-hmm. it's not I will say this the third best actor in that entire thing is Morris Day he he does ah. a fantastic job he really does mm-hmm. um, especially uh, there's a scene after uh, the kid's dad tries to commit suicide mm-hmm. and uh, the time is walking down the hallway and they stop real quick and and these are supposed to be people that have known each other like their whole lives, right? Because they're in mm-hmm. Minneapolis, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he looks at it and says, "How's the family?" Yeah. And then, like the, the whole rest of the time goes off laughing and stuff. And Morris Day just kind of, after they walk away, he just kind of stops in the hallway and mm-hmm. leans against the wall and puts his head down. It's like mm-hmm. ah, I felt that emotion, you know, that he mm-hmm. he he did that to save face in front of his band, but he's known the kid his whole life, so it's right. kind of you know like a. Well, it's like, if you know the kid, you knew his dad. It's like, right. yo, right. dude. And so, and, and so, you know, he, he actually portrayed those feelings pretty well. You know, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the movie, it's it's fun. It's a it's a, um, a musical, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to see some, some Apollonia titty um, <laughs> when she jumps in the not Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> uh, you know. It's it's and, and then you just sit there going. She's putting that pleather back on her wet body. Gross. You know that feels terrible. <laughs> if anybody's ever put clothes on their wet body before, they know exactly how uncomfortable that is. Yeah. Much less to put that pleather and her pleather boots back on too. <laughs> but the movie is fun, and I recommend everybody see it one time. Mm-hmm. Graffiti Bridge was ridiculous. It should never exist. And the album wasn't that great either. There's like three songs on it that are worth a shit. And that's it. The rest of them are just like, oh my God, this is trying to be something that it shouldn't be. Uh, it was terrible. So we're going to forget that existed. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Under a Cherry Moon. <laughs> Which is better, but still terrible. But it, 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 the, the actress, Kristen Scott Thomas, I think it's mm-hmm. Kristen Scott Thomas, uh, she was later in like um, the first Mission Impossible movie and lots of stuff. She's been that was her debut. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, the best person what? in there is Jerome. Oh. He's funny as hell. <laughs> I like Jerome a lot. I mean, if uh, you got to get your start, I mean, hey, I was yeah, in a Prince not? movie. A Prince it is movie. still Prince, right? I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a fun movie, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. you know this this playboy who ends up falling in love and then he ends up dead because you know her dad's a dick uh basically uh but it's 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 good it's got funny parts <laughs> they're they're at this uh fancy party this fancy dinner party um uh-huh. so his, uh prince's name is christopher tracy in the movie uh-huh. and i think Jer- jerome has the nickname tricky <laughs> so tricky <laughs> and christopher are at this at sitting at this fancy dinner uh with uh her. I can't remember her character's name. It doesn't matter. Uh, so they're talking to her. And, you know, she's British and, you know, British. And <laughs> she's posh British. You know, it's not like she's from, you know, uh, East London or anything. She's posh British. And so 
they 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 <laughs> they're talking about how bougie she is right he uh-huh. and tricky are making because they're americans and they're making fun of how bougie she is and you know they're african-americans and she's british and blah 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 and she's like no i'm cool like everybody else so <laughs> christopher writes down on this napkin and he hands the napkin to her and says say this out loud and she looks at it and she says recca stowe mm-hmm. i'm sorry this is <laughs> <laughs> and they crack up laughing, right? Christopher and Tricky crack up laughing. And she's like, Recca Stowe, what is that? I don't get it. Recca Stowe, it's nothing. And he goes, if you wanted to buy a Sam Cooke album, where would you go? And she goes, the Recca Stowe. <laughs> and they just fall out laughing. And I just sat there like, oh, my God, that's really kind of funny. <laughs> so it's really hard for me now when I go to buy an album at, like, Half Price Books or something. I'll just go, I'm going to go to the Recca Stowe. <laughs> Thank you, Prince. <laughs> but he's he played in, in that movie. He's actually really funny. Prince is actually okay. really funny in that movie. I, I recommend that movie. Did, did everybody forget Graffiti Bridge exists? It's stupid. Um, <laughs> but the other it's like two Rocky are, Five. It's like oh, we I don't do, talk about that. Which one is Rocky Five? <laughs> Rocky Five is the one yeah. where uh, Tommy Gunn is is. Uh, like kind of supposed to be the new Rocky or whatever. Oh yeah, I never, I've yeah, never, yeah, I didn't pe- even know that existed till. Well, just now. there you go. Yeah, people are like, no, <laughs> yeah. we don't talk about Rocky yeah, okay, Five. Yeah. Or according according to my husband, uh, Highlander Two was terrible. <laughs> Highlander One was good. Highlander Two, they tried to make it outer space and it was weird. And then they Highlander Three, they went back to like the original story. So Highlander <laughs> Two doesn't exist either. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Graffiti Bridge is terrible. There's never been one person who liked it at all, uh, ever. Then, like I said, the even even the uh, the oh the soundtrack for for Under a Cherry Moon is Parade, and that's a oh, I love that album so much. Um, the Parade album. That's is... one that has like snows in June or snows in April. <laughs> Sorry, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> sorry, Brent. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I did. Funny I as well. screwed that up. Yes. Yep. Christy, yep, yes. I, I Wonder You is beautiful. That's that's with Wendy and Lisa doing that. Girls and Boys is great. Um, Venus de Milo is instrumental and it's beautiful, of course. Most mm. of the songs on this album are really short. Mm. Like like the longest song is Sometimes It Snows in April and that's 649. But nobody listens to that one. So all the other ones are like another whole, uh, another lover hole in, in your head uh, is uh, four minutes. But everything else is like two, three minutes long. Hmm, okay. And they're they're It's a great album. I love that that album so much. It's got Kiss on it, which is you know one of his most famous songs. And then, oh, ah. um, <laughs> by the I way, I always wonder what album that was on. Like yeah, when I know Kiss the song, came out, but... I was working at a shoe store, and. I, I don't know what are the lyrics to that because uh, I, I still to this day I'll tell you my Mondegreen in just a second because I still to this day don't know what he says for uh, Kiss? For, for this one part in Kiss oh, uh, okay okay let's see I'm, let's see where, where am I um I don't see it. Oh, maybe you could. No, let's see. Maybe we could do the twirl or something. No, let's see. You don't have to... I know, I'm trying to go. Through okay, here it is. Okay. Words. A no particular sign. I'm more compatible with. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and he says I... it up really high pitch. What it mm-hmm. sounded like to me is, um, ain't no particular size. I love you narrow or wide. Oh, wow. I worked in a shoe store <laughs> where I no would, would choose. I love you narrow wide. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I could see so that's that. That's my Especially mom degree. As, yeah, as and high as he goes. Size, yeah. Ain't no particular size. I just want your extra time and your Jesus. Yeah, I can see that. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> I still sing it that way too, because I. <laughs> and then mountains, mountains was uh, popular at the time too. Mountains, mm-hmm. I think I know that one. Yeah. I know it if I heard it. That yeah. sounds familiar. Oh yeah, you would. You would. And then okay. it's 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 the the video where he's like sitting cross-legged and he's wearing the black hat. Mm-hmm. Uh and he like floats in space. Hmm. <laughs> I'll look it up after we're done cuz I yeah. I know I I know it if I heard it. Oh yeah, definitely you would. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as it mm. starts, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay." Okay. <laughs> Mountains. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So the the uh, soundtrack to it is is really good, um, and it's in black and white, the movie uh, Under a Cherry Moon, and it's okay. it's 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 worth watching, <laughs> and it cracks me up. <laughs> I want to sing it that way now. Now that you've done yeah. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no particular size. I love you narrow or wide. Yeah. yeah. And when I first heard the song, I was like, "What's he talking? Oh my god, I work in this shoe store, and he's talking about narrow yeah. or wide. Oh my yeah. god." Well, he did say, like, don't act your shoes. Yeah, act your age, not your shoe size. Exa- oh, my God. See? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I get I did. it. I worked, I worked at Naturalizer Shoe Stores in Valley View Mall. Shoe Source um, in Valley View Mall. Um, in, I was, like, uh, making fun of. So, at the time, I have an ex-friend now. But uh, at the <laughs> time, uh, Beyonce had a checkup on it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, this is such a Prince song. And so the way Beyonce sings it, yeah. it's like, it was it, ooh, you looking like you like what you see. Won't you come up and check up on it? Watch it while you check up on it, right? And so I was like, man, if Prince got a hold of this, he'd be sitting up there going nuts. I could see it right now. <laughs> so won't you come up on it, check up on it, watch it while you check up on it. Ooh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of, uh, with Prince, so Jamie Foxx. On the TV show, it's hilarious. So, long story short, I'm Jamie, sorry, I can't get over that. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll you, look, I'm telling you, it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, darling. Oh my god, I can see it so much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jamie Fox, you said. <laughs> okay. So, uh, in one of the episodes, he gets uh, pulled over, gets his license suspended, so he has to go to traffic school. Mm-hmm. And Mark Curry, remember hanging with Mr. Cooper, Mark Curry. Yeah, yeah I do. Mm-hmm. Guest stars, and he's he's the traffic school instructor, and he's like a drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. And so he, Jamie Foxx, come in there, you know, trying to be all cocky, or whatever. And then Mark Curry's character like puts him in his place. Mm-hmm. And so he makes Jamie Foxx get up in front of the class, and he's yelling at us like, "Say I will never break the speed limit." And it's like, "Like I will never break the speed limit. say say I'll never break the speed limit." And Jamie's like, "I'll never break." He's like, "Say it, say it like Prince." And Jamie Foxx like, I will never break the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) The way he does it is so funny. He's like, say it again. He's like, I will never break the speed limit. He's like, do it again. He's like, I will never break the speed limit. 
Woo, Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, uh, Doug and I always talk about how there's three distinct screams out there. There's the Michael Jackson, the ee hee, you know, Michael Jackson. Thing. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. then there's there's the David Lee Roth, um, you know, from, from uh, Van Halen. He has a distinct scream where you're like, oh, that's a David Lee Roth thing. Okay, cool. Oh. And then there's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 it, which is very distinctive yeah. from the Michael Jackson one. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's it's yeah. There's so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my you, god, those are. You can go from like <laughs> to like oh yeah yeah, you know yeah the his is like that. Yes, Prince is yeah. more like the the like a. It Prince sounds like really a good. baby cooing. It's weird. <laughs> It's his very always weird. Sound, his always sounds, you know, like it, like it feels good kind of thing. Yeah. And Michael Jackson always, always sounds like he's like, you know, about to like, like he's mad. He's about to hit somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> it does, right? Because uh, what you picture is him doing that and then biting his bottom lip like he does. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Whereas Prince, you picture whenever he does his screams, you you picture him like rubbing his arms up and down and. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And David Lee Ross is like his is more like a it's it's almost an inhale <laughs> scream or whatever. And so it's more like a, you know, I don't know, top down in a convertible hair everywhere mm. kind of <laughs> Okay. Kinda, I think I think that was by it took me a while for scandalous to kind of like warm <laughs> for me to warm up to it cuz he he does that, and he sounds mm-hmm. like a. It sounds like a baby. It's weird, <laughs> especially since the song is about doing it. So I was like, yeah, yeah this is this is a little awkward. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And then other times, I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Why not? It's Prince. Like, what yeah. are you gonna do? Because, um, I love "Let's Go Crazy." That's oh, yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite. I do have like my top five. It's, it's me, same thing with Michael Jackson. Like. I yeah, don't know got, what's my yeah. favorite, right? Yeah, me too. I can't. You know, there are with too both many. of them, I, I can't. I yeah, can't. there's too many. Because if Beat It comes on, I'm in there, right? But yeah. especially if Billy Jean, Jean comes on, oh my mm-hmm. God, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm like there. I'm like fully into that yeah. beat. But then yeah. remember the time when that one comes on, I'm like fully into that. So like, yeah. there's several of them. Same way with Prince. You know, if you're if you're gonna play "Let's Go Crazy," I'm fully into it. When Doves Cry, yeah. oh hell yeah, I'm here. You know, I mean, it's yeah, I can't. And I can't say I like one more than the other. Right? I don't. I would die for you. Is that one like? Because yeah. I have "Let's Go Crazy" and "I Would Die for You" um, on my computer. They're back to back, and I will put those on a loop and just listen to both of them. Sure, I, love, yeah. I would die for you. When I when I actually first got into songwriting, I had this whole fantasy about performing at the Whiting Auditorium. Yeah. Why not? And I remember. I would do my songs mm-hmm. um, and like cover songs of like the way you make me feel and stuff like like I had a whole oh, show. God, that one too. Okay, add that to my five. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, when that starts, just the the music, the musicality of it, like the composition of that of the way you make me feel is is amazing. Um, Off the wall too. <laughs> yes, but I was gonna close the show mm-hmm. with "I Would Die for You." Yeah, yeah, I would. I would end it with because it's like yeah. it's an upbeat song, but it's just yeah. it's it's so much fun. It is. I it's agree. So much it's, fun. it's yeah. 
Hey, yeah, uh, I like I, Baby I'm a Star. That one's fun too. That one is so. I, I do like that. And so I like fun. at the end of Purple Rain where he, he, because it leads into that. And I think yeah. on the album it's like that too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. the song Purple Rain leads into um, mm-hmm. I do like, I don't really know Baby I'm a Star that well, but I would die for you. I don't know. It's just, just the chant of it. Just, I would die for you. Well, and hey, you can do hand signals it. for it. And yes, I finally I learned that. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, I know I y'all can't do that. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it's like yeah. I, I point to myself, flatten my hand against my chest. So I, and then flatten your hand against your chest, that's wood. And then put a gun up to your head, die. And then the number four, and then point to somebody. There you go. Oh, See, I, you thought, I, I thought it was, you put up the... I thought the W was like you put up the three for W. You can uh, oh, okay. your, it would be up up against your chest though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought he did it all next to his head. Mm, I don't know. So. I don't know. Whatever. I thought. We were <laughs> <good too. laughs> I, I wanted. I've been wrong I never lots of times. It. I never performed it at karaoke because um, mm-hmm. I know again the Prince Estate they don't play. Um, yeah. Because I don't think they they allow. Um, karaoke versions which is a shame because you and i should do take me with you mm-hmm mm-hmm or um what's the other one uh well i don't know we gotta be careful with some of those but anyway uh <laughs> like we cannot do erotic city i'm just saying oh my god uh, no <laughs> <laughs> like that would be a little weird uh <laughs> yeah i mean i'm married for god's sake I know, right? It was like, yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, but <laughs> I always wanted to do. Well, uh, and I'm like, you know, 18 years older than you. <laughs> and I know exactly how old I am than you because you were born my graduation year. Yeah. I was I'm 18 sorry. in 1987. Well, I mean, it makes you feel better. It's like now the, the kids, the kids, yeah, the kids. You know, I'm the oldest person in my class. And when I make references to stuff, they go, oh, what's that? It's like, shut up. Which means <laughs> you're going to be 35. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In I August. Don't... Yeah. Because I graduated high school 35 years ago. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not <laughs> to, no. But, okay, yeah. So, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how long I'm I've been a Prince fan. I'm going to get delirious because I don't have to years. listen to it. Yeah, I'm going to be delirious. A... I don't have to think about being 35. Nope. I'm going to get delirious. <laughs> I love that song, so that's like on my list too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't be. Oh. I would. It'd be easier for me to tell if people were to say, "What's your favorite Prince song?" It would be easier for me to just tell you the favorite song I have off of each of the albums I've heard. Mm-hmm. And then that might even be tricky too. That'd be actually. hard because I mean, Purple Rain has quite a few. Yeah, like, damn. And, and well, actually, <laughs> all of them do. Yeah, because I, you know, for I even love, for the album for you, I love Soft and Wet, but I also love the song In Love. That song is amazing. Um, that was, was really good. Um, there was one. Um, it was from that. It was from that that early era. It was before mm-hmm. controversy. So it's either on Prince or for you. But yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I want to be your lover. Oh, yeah. It's what, really good. Well, there's that. Yes, um, but there was one that wasn't necessarily like a hit. Bambi. Uh uh-uh. uh. I feel um, for you. See that before Shaka Khan did it, Prince did it. Shaka Khan. Yeah. It was Prince's um, song. There was. Oh dang it! 
I have to look at it or I have to look it up later and send it to you. But um, okay, I like the way that it it sounds. It's I mean it's definitely Prince, but it, it's either from the Prince album or for you. It has to be. Um, well, because the greatest hits album sets it up where they kind of like go through each era. Yeah. Um, well, so I, it's one of the earlier songs because I think it's like right. It's right before Soft and Wet or like two or three songs before well, Soft and Wet. But I, okay. Well, the two songs before Soft and Wet are For You and In Love. I love the song In Love. That one is amazing. That's a really good funky song also. Mm, nope, it's not that one. Um. And then after Soft and Wet, it's Crazy You, Just As Long As We're Together, Baby, My Love Is Forever, So Blue, and I'm Yours. Those are the songs nope. from those. those are songs from you. So Prince would be uh, I Want to Be Your Lover, Why You Want to Treat Me So Bad, Sexy Dancer, When We're Dancing Close and Slow, With You, Bambi, Still Waiting, I Feel For You, or It's Going to Be Lonely. Dang, maybe it wasn't on that one. Oh well, I'll find it in because okay. and it's it's something simple. It's it's. I mean, you know, uh, also the album covers. I have to say, I do have a least favorite al- album cover. Okay. And that would be the one for Dirty Mind, with him staying oh. there in his in his speedo, and his jacket <laughs> with a mattress yeah. on, you know, like an upside down uh, box yeah. frame behind him. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's that's not sexy. I don't know what when you were mine. That's what and it's on Dirty Mind. Yeah, there it's you not. Go. Uh, when you were mine, I like that one. Did you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yes, that one. Yeah, that was, that was really good. No, I agree. I love that song. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like that one. <laughs> Dirty Mind's good Ooh, too. And party up. I I like yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's where it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Diamonds and Pearls. I only like that one because it helped me on a spelling test once. <laughs> how, okay, how did it help you? Are because my spelling word was diamond. Oh, and I could remember to put the A before the I. or Because yeah. like, I was like, wait a minute, diamond, diamond. And then in Diamonds and Pearls, um, I want to say that's Martha Walsh. I don't think that's Martha Walsh. Uh, who is that who sings with him? On that song, um, let me see. Hold on, give me a second. I need to look at this song because um, she's—I want to say she's the singer from um, "Gonna Make You Sweat." Um, oh yeah. She gave the. Oh nope, it's Rosie Gaines. So yeah, I she's am, in most I of this. Mistaken. She's all over this album. Yeah. Wow, well, Miss Rosie Gaines, thank you. You helped me get through my spelling test. because yeah go ahead yeah well um i was sitting there and i'm like struggling and i'm like shit what is it what is it and then it's like d to the i to the a to the n oh yeah oh yes got it got it it." (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's like got it we're good (laughs) okay well all right to give to give prince his his due um i was not raised catholic but I learned the Lord's Prayer from controversy. Oh, Because he says the Lord's Prayer. I Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah, that's in the <laughs> that's on controversy. That's how I knew I learned that song. I mean, that, that prayer. Oh. 
So then I had a friend who was Catholic, and I went to their church one time, and it was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And their mom was like, oh, were you raised Catholic? No, (laughs) ma'am. I just... Learn it from a Prince song. It's like I was listening to <laughs> about Prince. whether or not like, he's gay or straight, yeah. or black or white. Or <laughs> like, am I black or white? Am Get off I is a really good sex song again. I like I like Get Off. I like the I like the part where he he he's like. Oh, he's green. Well, no, yeah, yeah, but what he says um reminds me of something James used to say. I like him fat. I like him proud. Yes. You gotta be a mother for me. Now move your big ass round this yeah. way so I can work on that zipper, baby. <laughs> I just love that part of that song that <laughs> every time. What was the um? Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah because he's rapping in it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there was that one. Yeah, that's on diamonds and pearls, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, money don't matter. Don't was on yeah. that one. Yep. Don't Why does that sound like it came later? Uh, I don't know. Huh. I always thought that came later. Interesting. I got to go then, back and listen to that. Yeah. And then the Love Symbol album, which is, again, like a rock opera, because it's all like, uh, it's all together. And then he's got Kirstie Alley as a reporter trying to interview him throughout the entire oh. album. Like, so they're like okay. little spaces in between. Okay. Um, Interesting. It's, it's you know him talking about it, like the whole album is like about this girl he's in love with. And she's too young. And, uh, <laughs> and then Christy Alley, yeah, tries to uh, like between the song "Damn You" and "Arrogance." Um, there's a little thing where she you know asks him how old he is, and he's like, "Well, I'm in my fifth soul, so now, so that makes me." Yeah. And then she just talks about you know how he's arrogant, and then the song "Arrogance" plays. And, I mean, there's like just little things with Christy Alley in between okay. the actress Christy Alley. I liked when, because um, of course, like as you said earlier, and we'll we'll wrap it up too. But um, sure. oh yeah, uh, I gotta get in the shower someday. Right. <laughs> I do have to go to an airport today, don't I? Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was how you said earlier, like there was no splitting hairs with Prince. Yeah. When he was starting to again fight the powers that be in the mm-hmm. music industry, he put oh, out yeah. a song, yeah. "My Name Is Prince." Yep. And it's like, my name is Prince, and I am funky. My name is Prince, the one and only. Like, yep. yeah, that that's my On name. On the Love Symbol album. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, for those that don't know, um, was it It was Warner Brothers, wasn't it, that yep. held, and he, he felt like uh, that uh, he deserved to have his master copies because mm-hmm. a lot of times when artists sign, well, most times, actually up until that point for sure, when people would sign with with uh, production companies, um, they gave away the rights to their master copies of mm-hmm. their songs, and so he felt that that wasn't, um, wasn't that he right because yeah, they were wasn't making right. money off of him. It and was, there's a song he has a song about that because he talks about how how little Richard did, huh? Emancipation. Emancipation. That, that album. He, but there's yeah, another. The there's album. another song, and the ones up to Love Symbol actually, where I want to say it's like on Graffiti Bridge or something, where he talks. There's like a just a line in there about how they ripped off like uh, Little Richard um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that because you know, especially black artists, yep. um, even more so than than white artists, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why Motown was founded. Also, by the way. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. It was so black artists could, you know, 
mm-hmm. you know, be able to produce stuff um, without having to deal with that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. That's but later in this podcast that. series, but I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, which maybe we should talk about that too. Yeah, we, I think yeah. we have talked about the music industry we, also. We have we've touched on it here and there. But and yeah, yeah, and about this too about Prince, you know, and mm-hmm. and how he did fight that uh, by because they owned his. He said they owned his name and stuff. So he changed it legally to this symbol, um, and then and then eventually did win all of that, won his masters back, all that kind of stuff. Um, you, you did hear, I think, was it you that told me the story about when he met Pink? You told me that. Yeah, yeah, because I had yeah. read it somewhere where where she mm-hmm. said she was a little put off at by Prince at first because when he mm-hmm. first met her, the first the only thing he asked her was, "Do you own your master copies? Do you own mm-hmm. your music?" Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, and it was like well, no. I'm being fangirl right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's Much that's less. also even with TLC, as as Lisa Left Eye Lopez explained, yeah. it's like when they got their their deal, oh, it was Pebbles, she said yeah. like, yeah, she's like it wasn't a good or a bad deal. It was the deal that new artists get, and that's because new artists don't have any leverage, or as we say on this right. podcast class power exactly. in the in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody's biggest Prince or Michael Jackson. Um, they there's plenty of documentation of saying it's like they don't own their biggest albums. The right. label does, yep. and yeah, you can get um, you know the album sold 50 million copies or whatever it was. It's like so yeah, you you got something out of it. But here's the thing: Thriller being the biggest album of all time or the right. highest selling album of all time, Michael Jackson was making two dollars for every album sold. As a consumer, we bought that album for eight or ten bucks, whatever it was at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he gets two dollars, but the label gets the other six to eight, yeah. however much the album was at the time, right? Yeah. So it's like, and that goes into because um, one can argue. Well, that goes into uh, actually, it's not one that could argue. Again, no. Lisa Left Eye Lopez breaks it down. She says, yes, for every album sold, we got we being TLC got fifty six cents. So when the album sold 10 million copies, that was $5.6 million. Mm. Now, before you get any of that money, you have to pay recording costs, music videos, Mm -hmm. sound engineers, right? You got to pay your lawyers, managers, and you have this thing called taxes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they were being sued by Pebbles for damages. So that put them in the red. Like, that's how this works. So, yes. Uh, when the headline says so-and-so artist made a hundred million dollars from whatever you have to at least take half of that away because the government's taking at least half of that away (laughs) right so there's that and then you still have to pay like because artists or performers even actors or whatever they're basically small businesses like they have their teams they have to pay their teams right so Right. So even with Prince and he's saying like that's part of the reason why is like he played all of his stuff and wrote a majority, if not all of his songs. It's like mm-hmm. that money has to come to him so that he can figure out what to do with it. But he still has to um, in order to get the music out there, you know, Warner Brothers was supplying that. And honestly, I saw an interview where he's like he didn't necessarily have a problem with Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers distributing his music it was just the way that the deal was set up um was not beneficial to him and he's like i don't i don't want to leave i'm not saying i want to leave i'm just saying we need to you know look at this contract or look at this arrangement and and change some things around it's like i'm not unhappy 
with the company per se. It's just I'm not necessarily happy with the way that you're doing business, um, well, especially now that, that I've been here for yeah. so long. Part of that, too, was, yeah, the way that they, they the contract read was he had to he could only put out a certain number of albums yes. a year. Mm-hmm. To where, like, if you look once he, he leaves that, I mean, 2004, Chocolate Invasion, Slaughterhouse, Musicology, just in one year. Uh, mm-hmm. 2009, Lotus Flow 3, 3R, M- MPL Sound. So when he does gain control, then he doesn't have to wait to put these albums out. You know, he can he can put it out as many as he wants or not put anything out at all. You know, that was mm-hmm. that was part of his argument, too, is... You know, I shouldn't have to put out if I don't want to, and I should be able to put out whatever I want when I want. But they were holding stuff back mm-hmm. um, that he didn't want held back. And then they, they like his uh, Black album, he was not happy that they they produced that. He didn't want mm-hmm. them to release that in 1994. Uh, he didn't like the songs on it. He didn't necessarily want that out there for everybody else to hear. Um he went through a very angry period he said <laughs> and then just he, it was it wasn't just the music that he wanted to come out at the time you know and then that's that's it too is you record something and they're like okay you know package it up it's out but you're like wait wait i don't i don't think that's ready really mm-hmm. i don't think the market's ready for that kind of thing but they make those decisions versus you making the decisions of when the market's ready which is interesting too, because then you have stories like the Beach Boys, where it took them like thirty-five out, thirty-five years to put out another album. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> like you still have a recording contract or a recording, uh, and that's the other thing. Like you still have a recording contract to to put out an album thirty-five years after um, mm-hmm. after your release in the nineteen sixties or seventies, whatever White it was. Surfers. Yeah, like really? Okay, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, just just stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I well, and that's yeah. that's the whole the whole thing is of being able to have control of your own talent mm-hmm. and your yeah. product. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, other other people do. Yeah, and now you have independent labels, and of course, streaming mm-hmm. has has changed a lot. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely that's shifted true. some some things because you still, in order to like hit. Um, the power is still with the labels, and that's just because they have more resources and more yeah, clout they have to put mon- you out money there. Money and power, sure. Yeah, because I do like, want to before. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just like you. You have the internet, but you have to know people have to know. Excuse me, where to find you on the mm, internet? That's right. The you hard still part, have to yeah. establish a presence, and even it's once you PR. do, PR. Yeah, like. Those labels have had the power for the PR. Yeah, well, you have the machine. Like yeah. Katy Perry, just for example, like Katy Perry, we know her because the the machine got behind her for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with the Taylor Swift or even even Adele. Like Maybe she's on an independent label, but the powers that be got behind Adele. You know, yeah. whether you like their music or not, you personally, but like whether people like their music or not, of course, is personal personal taste, but. The fact is, we know their names because there is a machine behind them to yeah. say, like, this is Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, blah, 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 blah. You're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, right? And it, well, and then there's tell this, people what they're going to like. And there's the psychological aspect of it. Like, the more times you hear it, you actually will end up liking it. It, it literally wears you down. It's true. <laughs> it is so fucking true. Yeah. Okay, so, like, yeah. when, when like, uh, the boy bands came out, like, 98 mm-hmm. Degrees, New Kids on the Block, blah, blah, blah. Of, mm-hmm. I, of course, was like, no, hell no. This is ridiculous. Now I'm like, oh, I love yeah. Bye Bye. Yeah. Baby, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sitting yeah. there going, okay, it took me till I'm 53, but all right. 
But now I'm all down with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say though, I, the, some of that, like that ringtone rap, I'm not getting with. I do not. Yeah, I, I will never get with country. Rock I'm with sorry. It. No, no. And sorry. I and I was around lots of people who listen to country all the fucking time, and I will never get it. Yeah, it's like there's, I can't there's do it. three good country songs, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I I like country pop, and that's only because I, I like Shania Twain. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm that was because she. Well, she had her her moment really like she had a good string of hits where um and again yeah. the machine was behind her so yeah. her her year um i mean she had a good decade from like 94 yeah. to 2000 well 90 yeah 94 to 2004 she had like a good solid decade for us to know who shania twain is yeah, for her exactly. to for her to be up there and i think i think she's it's either her or Alanis morissette <laughs> but one of the two are the only they're the living artists with the most uh sold records i want to say it's shania twain i can't remember it's between the two because their album sold like 30 million copies worldwide wow. so um i i want to say it's alanis morissette and then shania twain or vice versa but they're the only two living artists i'm not a fan because it's michael jackson <laughs> yeah well it's michael jackson with thriller yeah, but sure. he's not living so sure, yeah. uh it's between that i gotta double check but it's between of. those two well, that's true, yeah, because, you know, he faked his death. He's alive. Well, sure. Him and, <laughs> him and Tupac and Elvis are living, what, Kalamazoo yeah. pumping gas or something? No, no. And that, and that, wasn't that the conspiracy theory about yeah. Elvis for a long time? And for sure, Tupac's alive, right? I mean, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. that's been a oh, conspiracy yeah. theory forever. Yeah, well, because, like, it's Tupac Shakur, and people were, like, were trying to make the good, the connection between him yeah. and Asada Shakur. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if that they were related or not, but whatever. Because his mother was a Black Panther. Yes. Um, yeah, I knew that. So I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe, but <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't know. Well, before yeah. we sign off, I do want to mention because it's got to be mentioned because about Prince as a fashion icon because nobody dresses the way Prince does, uh, and when they do try, they look ridiculous because Prince, yeah. for whatever reason, well. Prince, Prince is one of those people who who sets the style for himself early enough in his career mm-hmm. that from that point on it's expected of him and he he I don't I don't want to use the phrase pulls it off because that that's that's dumb that's he he uh if if you he he makes it look like it's supposed to be that way if that makes sense. It's like, okay, yeah. if I was to wear anything that Prince did, first of all, I'm not small enough to, to look, you know. <laughs> well, because I got a belly and stuff, right? So, because mm-hmm. if, you, if you look back, of course, Wendy and Lisa kind of dressed this. I mean, the whole, the whole uh, uh, revolution, right? His first uh-huh. band, or that band, uh, dresses very similar um, mm-hmm. around Purple Rain and stuff, right? Purple Rain and around the world in a day and all that. And so they they look great in it, but my body is not tiny like that anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So I would look ridiculous and lumpy. And actually, <laughs> most people when they attempt to dress like Prince look like a parody of Prince. Yeah. Even when they're not trying to. So like at the the Grammys or whatever it was last year, year before last, when was it Bruno Mars dressed like Prince or something like that for like this big, wasn't it like this this um. Justin Timberlake did this big thing about Prince or whatever. Do you remember that? It was just a couple no. years ago. 
Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think it was Bruno Mars that dressed like Prince. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it came across as like, to me, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, man, you, yeah. you just, you can't. And especially yeah. you can't go through the purple frit the purple phase the 1980s you just yeah. you can't because then it does it comes across as like a dave Chappelle kind of thing which yeah. was meant to be a parody right mm-hmm. and that's cool but when you're trying to do it as as homage it doesn't come across as homage yeah. because only prince can dress like prince mm-hmm. because yeah I mean, it is it doesn't his outfits were were specific for him and they were made specifically for me. I mean, I'm I'm referring to that book that you got me when you when you went to Paisley Park, um, mm-hmm. and you brought that back for me. So looking at all those, those were made specifically for him by specific people. So when you try to do stuff like that, it's like no, it, it's it's really that's a Prince specific thing. And oh gosh, please, if you haven't. Um listeners mm-hmm. um i know you haven't yet but you, i know and you will i know you went because you're you're yeah, you're a but go to paisley park mm-hmm. and take the tour um because yeah. it's it was amazing as again as somebody who's a singer songwriter and wanted to be in the music oh, industry yeah. and whatever seeing uh prince's house and like everything that he did at his house like mm-hmm. i need to get on prince's level okay because yeah. This man had um, his touring stage at his house. Like, he would rehearse at his house. Like, he had enough space where whatever his touring stage would be, he set it up, and he and his band would perform as if they were on tour. Um, Like a dress rehearsal every every time he had to rehearse. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why his his performances were, were flawless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like you do it. I mean, it's like exercising a muscle. You do it all the time. So, yeah. like, it's, it's you know, experience. And as somebody who's still a creative person and trying to build what I'm building, mm-hmm. I'm like, I would love to be able to have, like, to buy a warehouse district or whatever, yeah. buy a warehouse and convert it into a living space and a production Studio, space. Studio, yeah. Yeah, like, I, hell, I'd save on gas, that's for sure. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, right? Later in this season. But anyway, um, you know, just looking at that and just really being inspired as a creative person and going like, damn, I got to do what Prince is doing. Let me get on Prince's level. So, yes, um, I have an album. And if uh, you want to check that out. Yeah, that's a great segue. You're amazing, Byron. (laughs) Hell yeah. That was that was that just like was like so fucking smooth, man. That was the best segue we've ever had. I know, right? Oh my god, that was cool. All right, go, continue talk about right. your music because that was like wow. So <laughs> I, I yeah I I have an album and there mm, mm-hmm. I mean it's mostly Michael inspired but there's a little Prince in there just a little bit I can't hit those notes like Prince I can't I, well I could but mm, we got to do a little work on that but anyway. <laughs> Um, you can check that album out uh, along with some of Prince's greatest hits on Amazon, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can stream music. That's where you can find my album, which is called Square One by Byron Alexander. Um, and uh, you can get that in a bundle or you should bundle it with Prince. You'll have a really amazing experience. In fact, get uh, my album, uh, Purple Rain and Bad. There you go. There you you'll, go. You'll listen to it. It's great. It's yes. good stuff. You'll you'll have three hours of good music. I'm just saying. 
Well, and I, I do want to say a couple things about your album. Sure. Because I, I you know, uh, every time I listen to it, um, I get something different out of it. So, awesome. yeah, because I mean, I, you know, I've been listening to it for a couple years now, and it's many years. No, it's a couple. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, yeah, there's, there's like something new I hear each and every time. And it, of course, depends upon the headgear I'm wearing. Am I wearing my over the ear headphones or am I wearing my earbuds or am I, um, just listening to it, you know, through my car or whatever. So that helps too. But it, it, I, I think the, the lyrics and stuff, um, you know, because when you listen to a song, you listen to it, and then it, like you said before about certain songs, you know, you you change as you get older, and then also, um, you know, your perspective changes, and then, you know, sometimes you have to listen to something, you know, several times before you like get everything on it, um, and I'm I'm listening to it more and more because I listen to it when I work out. It's on my Spotify, so my Spotify brings up a, a song every now and then from your album, you know, cuz mm -hmm. it's on I have it on shuffle. Uh and so uh I like I like the song Who in my car because it makes my windows rattle. <laughs> 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 and, which is great because then people always turn around and look at my Camaro and I'm like, yeah, it's really loud. It's great. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but I mean it's it's a it's a I don't know. Your your album is very thoughtful. Um, well thought out uh, and you know musically fun but also contemplative at the same time yes I like that's what I was going for shout out to Matt Dalton he helped me bring that to life so yes and he's I'm, he's back in Michigan isn't he yes Is he in Michigan? We, yeah, yeah we've been in Michigan. we're trying well well before the world fell apart all at one time we were trying to uh figure out how to do another album and, and well, another project. And yeah. Yeah. And well, the world fell apart. So, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll pick up the pieces eventually, but, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, cause like that, that one, I don't want it to be my only album. I have more songs. I just can't record them at yeah. the moment cause the world fell apart. But again, that's a later podcast episode. So, uh, yeah, if you can check out, I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you, yeah. um, You've always been one of my biggest supporters, so thank you. Actually, Absolutely. I don't like saying supporters. Fans. Uh, fan. I'm a no, fan. No, I do yeah. like I do like saying supporters. Yeah, fans are cool, but I like I like supporters. Yeah, I do like. Well, saying I, supporters. I do both. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, because um, it definitely helps, and I want to make sure since Prince is one of my influences, um, I try and channel like some of, especially when it comes to lyrical content. Mm -hmm. As we discussed earlier in the episode, like he actually talked about stuff. Yeah. And the reason why I started writing music is at the time in 2007 and 2008, as far as popular music was concerned, there was no substance or at least very little. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to write songs that it dropped have down for something. a while, didn't it? It it's did. Like, well, it's like through the 70s, like this, well, 50s, there wasn't very much. It was all fun. But through the mm -hmm. like 60s, 70s, and even in the 80s, there was a lot of stuff in the 80s that was very political. I mean, Gosh, mm -hmm. just even that, you know, West End Girls song, just to pull up mm -hmm. something, you know, out of my, my head. Even Men at Work had It's a Mistake, which is all political, mm -hmm. and then Prince, right? right. Um, and, or, and Michael Jackson and lots yeah. of people had The all Temptations. Kinds of, the Temptations. Um, oh, my gosh, yeah. The Temptations with um, a Ball of Confusion. Mm hmm. Yes. You know, I mean, they even say it quite explicitly in the beginning of the song people moving out, people moving in. Why? Because of the color of their skin. They're talking yep. about gentrification or urban renewal. And this yep. is in the 1960s. Oh my God. Yes. And or 19. Exactly that was in the 1960s, 70s. 60s, either way. Yeah. 
I think yeah. they yeah the, yeah I think that one was like mid to late sixties. Yeah. I want to say. Well, either I'm saying way, it's like I can't and look then, it up, but yeah. See, it seemed like toward the end of the nineties, it got superficial again. Mm-hmm. And and if there was anything like um, really political, not even just political, but socially conscious, it was kind of relegated to the to the. Uh, to the, the fem Nazis like like Alanis Morissette. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? I'm That's sorry. That's a really I'm not good the... album. It's I... a good album. Jagged Little Pill is a damn good album. I don't. I don't like know. It. I don't know why, I but like, like I was I'm listening to it. I feel like I'm being screamed at by her. Like like well, like she's yeah. like in my face, and I'm like, hey, I'm a girl well, too. Yeah. Back off, bitch. <laughs> I don't know because it was just funny. The I don't know what she's saying. Like talk about Monda Greens. <laughs> All I, is, I don't know what the hell you're saying, but you know what? I feel your anger. I feel the anger. I I can understand. I can understand. So yeah, no, yeah. I I I yeah. And there are other songs on there where I was just like, I actually like that. There's a song called Mary Jane on that album, and I just like the way it sounds. I don't know. I just I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's then just again, you know, I don't like Adele. So I like Adele's first three albums. Her latest one, I don't like as much. Um, but that's because I like the reason why I like Adele is there's a song called Turning Tables and I like the instrumentation of it and mm. her voice goes goes pretty well with it. And the only reason why I like that song is because Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah, she may suck, but she's a pretty good singer. It was um, she really. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah. Um she uh she sang this it from actually a woman on who Glee. steam cleans her hoo hoo. She does. But um <laughs> she sang it on Glee. And um, it sounded really, it sounded really, the presentation of that song, um, I think we mentioned this before on the podcast where it comes up with music videos and stuff. When you see it as a video first or you see it visually Mm -hmm. first, it left an impression. And so now when I hear the song, I think that's what it ties it back to. And then I really like it. And then it just happens to be Adele. And so that happened, that opened up other stuff from her. And I was like, yeah, I actually kind of like this. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all that being said uh that's how i approach music and that's where you can check it out you can also yes. check out the music on see how we bring mm-hmm. this back i know you right Look, you're so out. good you're getting so good at this <laughs> um check out my songs on uh the podcast women committing crimes you can check out the songs um which is back <laughs> which is back with the matahari i was gone since february <laughs> Ah, that's right. Hey, they, these bitches be crazy. We got to do a lot of research on them. Yes. I should stop saying that. It's kind of anti-feminist. No, it's not. It's not? Uh-uh. Just because just these are, you know, I do it, the podcast is just about female criminals. It doesn't, it doesn't say these, you know, it doesn't Well, I don't have to call them bitches because they're, because yeah. they're women. I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, but that's then again, okay, so the dudes, you know, those bitches be crazy well, yeah, too. Those bitches be crazy too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyways. Uh, you can check out that podcast and you can check out my songs on that podcast, which are Forgive Me yes. for, for, for doing these crimes. <laughs> and then at the end of it, it's who, as they tell you who did these crimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it fits. Yeah. I, I'm here all day. I'm here all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try so, the chicken uh, tip your waitresses. Ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, in this economy, tip well. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Later in this podcast series. Anyways, so on that note, uh, we have talked about the great purple one. And I shall leave you with that. And as Dave Chappelle 
uh, said in his sketch of Prince, enjoy the waffles or pancakes, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> and make sure, make sure to wash your blouses. <laughs> blouses. 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 <laughs> I shall always think of that now. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. So anyway, we will see you guys yes. next time. So yes, season opener, and you have been off kilter with no filter. Yes. <laughs> see y'all later. Bye. Bye.